Hello and welcome everybody out there to the Downtown Manam Podcast, Episode 2. We're very excited to be here. Again, my name is Dustin Buke. I'm here with my co-host, Becca Schoenborn. Hello. Welcome. This is going to be great. Yeah, so this should be a fun one. I know last week we had Melissa Nealon on from the Dunn County Historical Society for our first one. Hopefully everybody out there liked that episode. It was really fun to listen to some of the history. Um, actually, it's almost like we barely can scratch the surface, I think. So Definitely. we might have to have her on again as we go on. But this week, we're joined very graciously, taking time, I'm sure, out of a very light, nothing going on schedule. Nothing at all. <laughs> the Chancellor from UW Stout, Catherine Frank. So thanks for being here. Well, thanks for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah. So this is really fun because um, Catherine, I'm sure I've told the story to m- many people, but uh, I, and she'll probably say it too, is that uh, you uh, got hired at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Mean, I'm sure it was ideal for you. Se- for seven you. days seven, before we pivoted. Seven days before the shutdown and lockdown. And off off mic, I just made the joke. Our goal is to talk as little about COVID <laughs> in the next half hour as possible. But I think it's impossible to talk to you and not bring that up. I know. I know. That, that this this craziness happened like right when you got to Benomini. It, it, was, it was an interesting entry into the position. That's, <laughs> that's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, we we are asking Melissa because it's and uh, we uh, we knew Melissa's not originally you know from here either. So where uh, where'd you grow up? How did pretty much how did you get to this? Because I think yeah. I think that's what a lot because again you've been sheltered behind a camera for a year now. Mm-hmm. I think people are probably interested just to get to know you a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and I'm looking forward to getting to know more people in person. And this is actually. The first time we've this seen is the first time a, a, we have met. I've been in multiple. Say, yeah, <laughs> uh, first time Becca's met the uh, Catherine. This is the first time we have actually seen each other in person, and I, I've right. seen you. I've seen you via Zoom many times. Yeah. I think it was one of my very first board meetings that you were a guest on. Yeah. So yeah. I was didn't know what I was doing on the board yet either. I was yeah. just along for the ride. <laughs> it's it's great to be able to meet people in person. I bet. So that is that's one thing that um, has started to happen and is. A real gift so but to answer your question I've lived all over I grew up in Colorado in Colorado Springs that's where mm-hmm. my my parents still live and uh, I've made myself you know I've made my way around the country really pro- professionally my jobs have taken me to uh, I worked in Colorado for 10 years I worked in Indiana Richmond Indiana I worked in um, Northern Kentucky and Highland Heights at Northern Kentucky University, which is five minutes from Cincinnati, right across the river. I've worked um, and lived in Ellensburg, Washington, about two hours west of Seattle. And then I made my way here for the chancellorship at wow. Stout. Wow. So, so you've really seen all the different areas yeah. of the country, I have, haven't you? <laughs> I have. And it's a real, it's, again, it's a gift, right? Because mm-hmm. you get to see how different institutions function in different communities. And, you know, it's, each community is unique, but you're able to take something that you've gained from one place and apply it to the next and learn something new in the process. Definitely. Wow awesome so so is it always education then i'm assuming to be a chance you probably have to but i'm just making i guess i don't know if that's you mean professionally yeah yeah yeah. i've (laughs) i've lived my professional life in higher ed okay so and and at comprehensive publics like stout so um it's a sector that i love and appreciate because they're so intertwined comprehensive publics are so intertwined in the community Mm -hmm. and most of them Although each history of every institution is unique, there's a story about how the community has helped to build the institution. 
and obviously that's Stout's story. Right. Right. But right. Stout's story is completely unique when you compare it to other places where I've been because we're we're named after our founder, and our founder, of course, James Huff Stout, had deep roots in the community. So mm -hmm. really the institution is an extension of the community. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially working down here, we definitely feel that all the time, every day. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Becca's heard me say this too, is when we, I speak to other downtowns and people who are really involved, they think they, they're, they're so jealous that we have a college like right on our main street in downtown. It is, mm -hmm. it is a constant thing. That's how they kind of know our downtown. Mm, like, you know, right. we're, we're Northwest Wisconsin. We're kind of out there, and but they're all, we're always the town that has the college right in the center. Right there, of it. and that's one thing I noticed when I interviewed. You know, it just flows the literally the town and the and the university. They flow into each other. There's no barriers yep. there. Right. And so, um, you know, I think it's our as as leaders within the community and leaders on campus. It's our job to make sure that that actually happens. Right. Sure. That there's that flow between the between the two but it's something that I noticed when I interviewed yeah. something that stood out to me so definitely that was something that drew me to Stout too when I was I went to Stout ah. um, and something that sucked me into this town was that exact thing like as soon as we pulled into the downtown Menominee area my mom was like you're gonna pick this school aren't you <laughs> I was like how did, how did you know before I knew yeah. but just the the fact that the campus is so integrated into the middle of the community is yeah. so different than any other campuses that I looked yeah. at and something that was really appealing to me it's it's a beautiful campus as well it's you know it's just it's a gorgeous place to be every day and right. so it really is it is such a beautiful and campus. I feel very lucky you know I feel very lucky to be here so yeah. so what what else so you said you know coming in or for the interview or however many you did probably a bajillion um what else about the area that made you think like okay I think I could move here and do this if, if the time comes yeah it's the type of community that my husband and i like to be a part of okay. it's a type of community that you can um impact through your involvement in various things and obviously that's been a little bit interesting over sure. the last year but i look forward to us being able to do that more as we get to know the community more um you know people mm -hmm. you're able to connect not only with our local community, but I noticed the ability to be able to connect with surrounding communities. And as a, a as an institution, of course, we have we do a lot of work with Eau Claire and River Falls and as a region we function together. So that's mm -hmm. something that attracted me to the job as well. And the mission of the university. Sure. I mean we're a polytechnic. We are the only polytechnic in Wisconsin and in Mon Minnesota actually oh, so oh, yeah so we're we're a really um, big deal we're unique and that drew me sure and the institution lives its mission definitely so um all of those things the community element my husband and i again like to be involved we like to be outside um we like you know sort of the more rural environment but being able to be close to more urban areas that's the, that's the lifestyle we like, so yeah. it all spoke mm -hmm. to us. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like the perfect fit, then. It was. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say Menominee is that. I, I yeah. think that's even my wife and I, we're like that, too, where we live out in the Cedar Falls area, and for people who don't know Menominee, Cedar Falls is only five, ten minutes outside of Menominee, and it's this tiny little community on the lake, and I'm not a live out in the rural. I don't even know if I can count Cedar Falls as rural. <laughs> but it's outside whatever, of town. It's outside of town. 
and I even tell her, like, oh, this is a great spot because you are, like, you can get to town, you can get to the highway, get to Eau Claire, the city's really easy, but also it feels like I'm not in town, right. which is crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. and you can kind of almost live. If you live outside of Menominee at all, that's about what you're doing. Right. I mean, you get a sense of, of privacy and yet connectivity, yeah. right? And it's, that's, I enjoy that. My husband enjoys that. He's a big mountain biker, so he's already mm-hmm. been He's all discovered all the, the trails, I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, all over the place. And I prefer road cycling, so he'll go out on the road with me, mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy running in my spare time. So I just like to be outside as much as possible, yeah. obviously, the winter's. Although they've, I've been told many times. I was times. just going to ask, is that, that was the question I was going to ask, because <laughs> that's what you ask in Wisconsin. How was the first winter? This last winter was, I, I'm sure you've been told many times. Very mild. You got so lucky. <laughs> but also having lived in Colorado too, is yeah, snow is not a, they're different. a new thing, they're but it's different very balls. different. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado is one of my favorite states. We, my husband and I have visited many times. We got married there. So it's oh, really? special, yeah. but you're right. It is a very, it's very different types of cold and weather oh, than I've it been, is here. And I've been told how lucky I've been for the past two winters, because remember I came in February the sure. winter before and I interviewed, I remember interviewing on campus. That was in November, October, October or November. And it was your first snowfall of that year and it was apparently early or at least everybody <laughs> said it was early everybody that day i was on campus told me how early it was for snow and like, don't panic this so, isn't this normal is really, this is not normal i'm like this is wisconsin i was prepared for this right i love how they have to book it <laughs> right. the oh, unpredictability is the normal please don't run. Here. <laughs> but it, you know and so i've been told many times that i've gotten lucky the last two well and two i suppose winters. when you were uh, this is so wisconsin but i suppose when you were high that was the winter before was that crazy oh bad. yeah so i'm sure that was the other topic was if you'd have been here last year <laughs> right because that was the that was the like the one of the worst winters we ever had where it's like records super cold stuff. i know so I you know. did move here at the right time i did okay you know <laughs> maybe you brought the wise. tolerable winters with <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll take i'll take the winters yeah. you know when you juxtapose that with what we are not discussing today yeah, uh, yeah right it yeah. was That's i'll true. take that i'll take that so do you have any outdoor <laughs> stuff in the winter or, or, or have you I figured grew, that out yet i grew up skiing but i don't i i quit the skiing when i when i got a little bit older and wanted to make sure i could do other things and mm-hmm. not hurt myself yeah, <laughs> skiing. but i like to downhill i, I like to cross-country ski right. i like to um snowshoe we didn't do much of that this winter just mm-hmm. because, because but um you know we do like to get out in the winter as much as possible if it's bearable in mm-hmm. terms of temperature Cool. <laughs> and Dustin's laughing. I mean, I, I I always think of I you might have been there, but it was about three or four years ago in a bad winter, and it was a stout. It was a UW stout. They uh, did a beer tasting thing where they got all these distributors together, and they were. Do you remember this? I, yeah, the I forgot you know about, about that. The Brewers yes. Conference. Yeah, and like then you might have heard this story too, just because it's it's an infamous story now, and everybody who was there remembers that we talk about it every winter because it was. Just, <laughs> but it was, they thought because you know. Wisconsin, even in the winter, you're still like, well, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. I know it's cold, but there's we just got to get outside. And the 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 group at Stout was like, well, we'll do this thing at like mid November. You know, mm-hmm. mid November, super hit and miss. Who knows? So it was like all these, and it was like you know, thirty bucks. You just drink beer for a couple hours out in the pavilion at Wilson Park. It was. <laughs> zero degrees snowing with a negative 20 wind chill that day and the, the whole, absolute worst outdoor been, event weather you could it, have asked for. number one and the people at stout i was waiting for the cancellation Same. they were like let's just 
do it. And I'm like, this is going to be great. So I called up the couple people I knew and we're like, let's go. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> but half the people didn't show up, like half the vendors. Yeah. Like there was, but there was literally people out there serving beer. And it was, and there was like probably maybe 50 people for about three hours. It was so cold that the, the heaters that they brought, mm-hmm. could, were, they couldn't turn on. It was that cold. And it was like, if you, the beer stayed in your glass too long, it would, it would ice at the top. Wow. And it was just the most. And that's why people stayed because we're like, man, is this the most Wisconsin thing ever? <laughs> yeah. This is going to be a good memory. Someday. Yeah, exactly. So, I hadn't heard that story. So that's the first time I yeah, heard that it was. One. I just felt so bad because they did so much work and it was yeah. going to be this huge thing. And it was just, but all the, the vendors are all bundled oh, up and with blankets. And it was, it was unreal. It, but it yeah. So crazy. that could, that wait, just wait. Just soon. Uh, yep. That you'll have a Wisconsin memory just like that. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of Wisconsin memories. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of the – it's funny. I even have a little note here. Uh, sorry not to – I'm sure you have questions. So no, I, go I'll, ahead. I'm not going to overtake you on this. But uh, what other, like, memories have you made so far in the last year? Well, I'm not supposed to talk about COVID, right? Yeah. So, Good I mean, memories. There we go. <laughs> I mean, I think just the – you know, it's – Connecting with people, connecting with students, I think even though I haven't had a normal graduation yet, Mm. um, we just went through commencement where about 500 of the students opted to walk. We weren't able to have spectators, Mm -hmm. but we were able to have, yeah, yeah, we were able to have four in-person ceremonies, small in-person ceremonies, and you just can't beat graduation. You can't, you know, that was one of the first times I've been able to be in the same space with a lot of students and sort of watch how excited they were and mm-hmm. what it meant for them to graduate. And then you'd go out in the parking lot and because parents couldn't come in, you had parents out there watching the ceremony, oh, sort of tailgating the, yep. the commencement that's funny. with balloons and Aww. cake. And, that's cute. And, you know, when the students exited the building, they were able to connect with families and supporters and so that is a really happy memory that just just occurred. Mm-hmm. And I think just everything leading up to that, the fact of where we were, right. think about it, you know, a year plus ago today versus where we are now. For me, that's really hopeful. Right. And, you know, and it makes me look forward to what's to come, you know, because I get to know, I get to get to know Stout in a whole new way right. on the other side of this. So Definitely. Has it been challenging to not be able to connect with students? I would imagine working in higher education, student interaction is probably something that you the in person stuff. You like know, the, to do. Yeah, yeah. The, in, not being able to connect as much in person. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do a few things. Like as things have opened up, we do the honors colloquium every year, where there's one book that we choose or the honors program chooses, and then there's all of these discussion leaders with small groups of students and I was a discussion leader. So I got to, I got to connect with students Mm -hmm. in person that way. I get to, I've connected with them obviously through the screen. Um, I've attended some small group meetings, but it's just the, the life of a campus. That's what I love. That's what fuels any educator, anybody Mm -hmm. in the business that we are in, you know, in the work that we do, it's the students that they're the they're the lifeblood of an institution and it started to increase in terms of traffic and presence on campus yeah um and that gets me excited about what's to come right because we're planning on a normal fall so you know it's i'm 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 excited to have all that energy back definitely yeah the whole 
first year of your employment, a lot of it was students weren't even on campus or right. in the community. A lot of them haven't even been living here for the last year of well, yeah. the last semester. They've been able to come back, yeah. come back a little bit more, but it yeah, is... in this last month, just because of the warmth and stuff, I've gotten so many people in this little area downtown of saying like, gosh, doesn't it feel like, cause kids, you know, especially, you know, uh, well, we're, when we're recording this in, in May, um, it's move out time mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get, it's going to quiet down, but this, the, the month of April, it really felt for the first time in a year, like, okay, this is yeah. kind of what it's like, right? People are out. There's a lot of kids walking around. They're hanging out, sitting in the yard. And graduation day, we, you know, between ceremonies, we came downtown and there's people running around in their graduation robes and a lot of families and pool you know restaurants right. and stuff so it was it felt alive yeah. um, definitely and so i'm really looking forward to that and that i imagine that is a hard transition too. just even just working in the community and seeing how quiet the campus gets in the summers and in the winter break time having it be like that for a whole year it probably felt so empty in the it, in all of the buildings mm-hmm. and having gone to stout it really is like a lively campus and it's small enough that you somehow know somebody everywhere that you go, even though there are a lot of students, mm-hmm. it still has that close knit community and the stu- feel. And the students want, I mean, it's a hands-on learning mm-hmm. environment and students come to Stout because of the, what they can do in the labs and the studio spaces. And so, you know, getting that feel back, right. Uh, getting that, getting that energy back. Yeah. Put it, getting energy back into all of those spaces and just having bodies in (laughs) in the classrooms again makes such a difference it exactly it's really great to see them just walking back and forth downtown again and it has been so exciting to see all of them it's coming back to life right Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so have you started to get so you said you're starting to get out and about a little more have you started like where where are some of the out and about places you've gotten to now well so more downtown right so more areas downtown because i had literally in one restaurant right in mm-hmm. well a couple the pre pre-covid and so now actually feeling comfortable going in and sitting in in restaurants um connecting with different establishments throughout the throughout the area uh, you know my husband's been all over the place on sure. his on his bike and <laughs> and and work related things but you know just getting to know the area better and by the area i mean Menominee, but also surrounding mm-hmm. areas. At by this point, I would have been on many different university campuses. Right. Um, Never haven't. Thought of that. <laughs> right. You know, I've been yeah. to Madison. Um, yeah, you've been to Eau Claire, River Falls, at all either. Uh, not on campus. Man, I mean, I've been crazy. in the community, but we haven't. You right. know, we just haven't been doing much on the campuses. But now that's starting to change. So I. I want to get to know the system in person, mm-hmm. right? And my chancellor colleagues in person, I, I think I've met most of them once. There was one in-person meeting and, sure. and wow. everything else has been through a screen. So I'm looking forward to, to all of that. Yeah. And, you know, and and it's just getting back into feeling comfortable being out and about. And I think that's what everybody's adjusting to. Yeah. Definitely. Now. Yeah. What kind of plans do you have for the summer, whether it is on campus or on in your personal time? Do you have yeah, anything so I that just, you're looking forward to? I just visited my family for the first time in two years. Wow. So I and had the family is where? In Colorado. Okay. So I had not seen my family in two years because of COVID and because of the move. Right. right? Yeah. So and my grandmother is turning 94 and in 
uh, August, so I got to, I, I was really wanting to see her and checking check in with her, and so I made a quick trip sure. to Colorado, first time on a plane, and I since February of 2020. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> that had to feel so weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this I being in an airport probably yeah. is such a surreal feeling. I haven't had the plane experience yet. I'm waiting Me for either. it. I'm ready. Yeah, it's, it's you know, yeah. It, it was nice to see family. That was really important sure. to me. So mm -hmm. done that. And then Joe and I will, will Joe's my husband, sure. will, you know, get away a couple of times this, this summer. That's our plan. So, um, you know, it's, we didn't have any of that last summer. So right. yep. not even sort of local right so i was just gonna say what are the i feel free to go to whatever detail you want but like any of the, the do you have any of the wisconsin things you have to do like you have to go to door county and we haven't done any of this. i know I'm yeah. hoping, like, this madeline summer, island yeah like, like madeline Superior, island yeah, yeah. <laughs> do people have the checklist for you of like well this summer hopefully well they, get... i've gotten some suggestions but yeah. you know There's it's so much <laughs> an endless amount of things you can do in the state if you like outdoor things. Yeah, yeah we'll be reaching true. out to, to remind us of that because yes. you're not writing everything down. Right. As you're going, yeah. so. Pretty yeah. much anywhere that you go, if there's an outdoor thing, it's going to be beautiful, especially if you go north. It is incredible. Yeah, the north going north the is really Shawamigan nice. Forest and stuff yeah. is incredible. No, I don't need anything We're excited to explore, so mm -hmm. we haven't done it yet sure. you know, beyond, beyond where we are here. So. Right. And lots, lots on the horizon. Cool. Does life actually relax in the summer for you, or, or, or... well, last summer not at all. Right. Um, <laughs> On a this, normal summer. <laughs> this summer, um, we still have a lot of planning to do for fall. Yes, mm -hmm. the pace, the pace, you know, it slows down sure. a bit, and you're able to have a little bit more thinking and planning time. But we still, you know, we're still in this. So mm -hmm. in in the fall, as we think about bringing things back. Uh, to as close to normal as we can. There's a lot of planning and adjustments we have to make on campus. So sure. still a lot going on this summer, but it's not as hectic as it is during the two, the fall and spring semesters. Right. So a little bit more time to to take a more leisurely pace sure. with things. So That's yeah. nice. Yeah. And again, you get five months of this, so you got to take it in. <laughs> <laughs> we were even joking off camera between uh, interviews today. We were like, do we start complaining about how hot it is yet? <laughs> it was so humid already. We were like, it's too early. Is we have to just take what we can get at this point. <laughs> it's, so it's so funny. We're like, are we already And it happens all of a sudden, right? Yeah. You just, and then you're in it, Welcome. right? Yep. Exactly. It went like, from oh, it being so once. dry. It rained, yep, it rained one time and now you're damp yep. all day. And uh, you don't, you can't breathe when you walk out the door. We've been asking for rain for weeks, basically. We I work so it. closely with so many farmers <laughs> that that's all I've been hearing is like, we're in a drought. We need like so many people planted, and then we didn't get rain, <laughs> so that's a possibility that they lose so much of their money by not having their plants grow. And it's like once we finally got the rain, is like. <sighs> Okay. And the, and the farmer's market started last week, didn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so the farmer's market goes on Wednesday and Saturdays here, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We loved it last last year. That was yes. something we looked forward to. Yeah. Definitely. Menominee is a really nice now farmer's market with the pavilion at Wilson Park and mm -hmm. stuff. It's it's a pretty nice day to get out, really. Definitely. I love sandwich. the farmer's market. It is. It's, it's nice. And it's a sign of nice, nice right? weather. And yes. Outdoor, the out ability to leave your house. Yes. <laughs> ability to leave your house and enjoy outside. Right. That's all. That's all you need. And complaining I'll, about the weather in a different way instead of complaining about how cold it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. 
And we're talking about I'm, the my baseball season starts here soon too, and it, that's the first thing we'll do is complain about how hot it is. And I'm like, oh gosh, it's May or June. We can't complain already. Mm-hmm. We gotta wait till we get to at least like July when it's 100 degrees. Out. <laughs> like, I mean, we gotta enjoy this. We will definitely. So tell us a little bit more about what you like about stout. I don't know if you want to talk a lot about work or not, or if you'd rather talk about yourself, but um, what kind of things do you like the most about the campus and the community that you've discovered already? I know you're kind of immersing yourself into the culture of the town a little bit more now that you're able to be out and about, but I just, I think it's the way the stout is, is it's more about the way we approach education. Right. Mm -hmm. And so People have asked me many times, you, you have three degrees in English. Why are you at a polytechnic, right? And it's, again, the, the, the way we think about education, the way we think about placing students after they complete their time at Stout. And you know this. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just about when a student's on campus. It, it, what, what happens when a student graduates? Mm-hmm. And have we done our job to make sure that they have a job or a pathway after graduation and for an English major who always had to justify you know what are you going to do with an English major and my response was always anything I want to do exactly right. whatever I want but yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a great response because people just looked at me like I'm a history major I know the feeling right but it's, it's true but at the same time how do you talk about that to different stakeholders right. and, and Stout gets it it's in Definitely. everything we do it's in how the how the buildings are constructed it's how the courses are taught it's how the faculty and staff are hired it's how we support the student experience and that's what i love about the institution It's very easy mm-hmm. to talk about what we do what makes us distinct right and how who we are today reflects who we who we were 130 years ago mm-hmm. when James Huff Stout founded the institution and who we want to be 10 years from now. And again, for me, that makes us distinct across the UW system, but in, in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's, that's what I love about it. It's, it speaks to me as an educator and I know we do a really good job mm-hmm. with placing our students. And then it drives everything we do with the community. It drives all of our partnerships right. with the local community and beyond. That's why we have the relationships that right. we do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would love to know another, like that a community our size with a campus, like, you know, in the general that have this many people that went to campus here work mm-hmm. in the community that don't yeah. just, you know, I know that's something that I always joke about when I first moved here. I was like, I'm never going to stay here. It's too small of a town for me. Like, I love it. But it's once I'm done with school, I'm going to move out of the town. But then I got a job in the community that I love. And I'm still here 10 years later on accident. So it just really has a way of kind of sucking you into the community, whether you want to be involved (laughs) in it or not. Kind of. And we love that the students love Stout the way they do. One of our commencement speakers, student commencement speakers this year. Um, her whole speech centered around um, what it means to be Stout Proud and the fact that her grandfather graduated from Stout about 50 years ago at the time that she graduated. And her sister is a student now at Stout. And just, you know, the way that that's deeply ingrained yeah. in the family Definitely. And, Definitely. and what it means to love this institution mm-hmm. and stay invested in this institution. I mean, that's... 
you don't see that everywhere. No, my so. husband went to Stout. His parents both graduated from Stout, and they still tell some of their favorite memories are still Stout related. It's yeah. like it really does integrate into every part of your life after you yeah. leave this campus. As an English major, if you can tell the story easily, you've got you've you've got something to tell, and you can tell the Stout story really, really easily. easily. That's true for yeah. sure. So as an English major, you're a big reader then, I'm assuming? I, I, when I try to be a big reader. I read, I, this is what I tell everybody. I read every day. It's, it's like just how, not... lo- how much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what's, your general, uh, what's your general reading like? Well, I've, I... For fun. Oh, for fun. <laughs> let's, let's do for fun. We could probably I'm, assume what your real I'm, reading I'm tra- is. I'm trained as a, romantic, a romanticist in a Victorianist. So Ooh, okay. people say, oh, well, that's your, that's your work. And they say, well, that's what I love. To right. read right. because if you don't love what you research, why are you why are you doing it? So, right. I always come back to romantic poetry and Victorian literature. Mm-hmm. Cool. But you know, I I mix it up. You know, so when I'm just reading on my own, it could be anything from something you know historical to something very recent to something very light to something very a little bit heavier. Right. Um. You know, it just just it, the mood. It mm-hmm. it's just you know what what I'm feeling like when I'm wanting to wanting to engage in another narrative so um but yeah it's it's reading and processing what I'm reading just sort of flows in and out of my everyday Mm -hmm. right sure of course yeah just kind of is a part of everything that you do I'm sure at this point and your most of your life has been dedicated to that type of work especially an English academic I mean that's just expected, I, I guess. I would think so. I would think so. We are surprisingly already running out of time. <laughs> this, one is, this one has gone so goes. fast. Um, awesome. Dustin and I both have personal question that we like to ask every guest. Okay. Um, a little bit weird. That's a little bit, you'll get a sneak peek into our personalities a little bit. But oh, boy. No, it's not. Nothing scary. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Um, I would like to know what your favorite thing that you've cooked or eaten is lately. I'm a big foodie, so I would oh. love to know. <laughs> something delicious you've gotten to eat lately. I was going to say something my husband has cooked because I don't do that. Our last <laughs> guest said <laughs> the <laughs> same <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know, um, my husband went to the farmer's market last last week. And so it was, for me, it's grilled asparagus mm. straight from the farmer's market. That's what I just We've so. had extensive, <laughs> extensive discussions about asparagus this morning already. It's my, it's my it's fate. So one of my yes. fate. And especially from the farmer's market, it has mm-hmm. that nutty, there's just that nutty, <sighs> mm, Yes. Spring, uh, you know, taste. I it's, guess asparagus is going to be a regular topic on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's what we were just talking about with our last guest too. Is that's like that spring, like you said, yeah. that feeling of like the because there's something about the asparagus now. Yeah. Yep. That you won't get later in the year. No, you just, uh, you when you can eat, and I don't know if many people do, but if you can eat asparagus raw, that's, that's how you know it's that's, good. That is, and that's the farmers market. It tastes. It tastes like vegetables. Yes. Right? It right. tastes like vegetables are supposed to taste. Yep. Like, right. <laughs> so that's, that's been my motto at the co-op for years. <laughs> like our produce tastes like what produce is supposed to taste like. I just say, <laughs> so that's for me. That's, that's, that's mine. That is a sh- uh, the first sign of spring is what we've been saying. That's yep. like that feeling of the first like bounty that we get oh, to yeah. harvest and all the leaves start to 
Pavel on the oh, trees at the same time. Oh, I was it was today. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Gorgeous. Beautiful. I know. Yeah. I just saw parsnips at the farmer's market too. I love mm-hmm. me some parsnips. <laughs> that's yeah. that's awesome. When the karabi hits, our house will be very That's happy. it? Karabi? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, karabi's good yeah. too. Mm-hmm. All right. So my question is, will be the last one. This one, uh, we'll figure out if it's harder or not. The back <laughs> uh, so I'm a big movie guy. Uh-oh. So that's it. Is, even if you're not, there's always something from kid to adult. You have to pick one. And Ooh. I know that's the hard question. What is the one? The one? What, the what, one movie, like your one movie that you your go-to can't necessarily say your favorite because it doesn't have to be your go-to. Um, Maybe one that you could watch over and over. Yeah, and or that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, it's a hard question. It, it is really We've, difficult. We're Dustin difficult. really likes to end the podcast with, with the, the hardest question, question. You know, the, that he could ask. Qu- the, for me, I'm not a huge movie person, so I'll just say that. But the movie that always comes back to my husband and and myself is a movie we talked about when we first met and that's high fidelity. Oh, oh. High fidelity. so, so that Random when we, job. we met, that's, that's the movie we talked about. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the that's movie the I'll one. name. Okay. Interesting. High fidelity is a, a good, good choice. One. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to start switching the questions. Maybe yours is easier. We'll have to <laughs> end with yours. But yeah, well, Food's this easy was, to talk about in my, is, in my experience. Food everybody and, likes Food and eat. drinks are really the greatest thing. Well, you're going to gonna get going. an answer on the movie. It's just going to take yeah. you Yeah, yeah it's, it's that thing. I, I got to stop. Maybe I'll have to open it a little easier now. <laughs> um, well, this was good. Do you have any, I guess, last things, any last plugs or anything that you need to? No, just, you know, my thanks to the community. They, I, it, getting to know the community in this way has been a little bit unusual, but people have been incredibly generous and welcoming and um and I look forward to meeting per- people in person. So thanks, you know, thanks to everybody. Yeah, that's great. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. It was really great to get to know you a little yes. bit more. And I can't wait to start to see you at community events yeah, and yeah. out and about a little bit more. Yes. Your anonymity will soon be gone <laughs> yes. when you go into public places. Yes, you will now become the chancellor, <laughs> yep. uh, Catherine Frank, instead of, is the chancellor? We haven't met her yet. <laughs> yep. yep. Soon everyone will know yep. you, I'm sure. Yep. Well, great. Well, we appreciate you th- being here. Thanks, everybody, for listening again. Um, yeah, we appreciate everything. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next uh, in two weeks with an all-new episode. Until next time. Thank you. I, I guess <laughs> I don't have – got to come up with a sign <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. We'll get it eventually. We'll get it eventually. <laughs> yes. Goodbye. Thank you.